Alante here. Before I start this week's episode, I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this audio blog. Blackened in Grad School was created to encourage and empower women and people of color to and through the grad school journey. Enjoy! Hey, good people. Welcome to another week of Black and in Grad School. And let's get started with lessons from the trap. So today's lesson from the trap is from Metro Boomin and Big Sean's Double or Nothing called Who's Stopping Me? Now, before this album, I was not the biggest Big Sean fan, which might be a shocker because I'm from Detroit. But yeah, wasn't a fan. Thought he was like just okay. Um, You never catch me listening to an album, but y'all, this album... I will listen to this ish every day, like, especially Who's Stopping Me. Like, this is my jam. Like, it gets me so excited for school. It gets me excited for, like, my achievements and my goals and my dreams um, in a real way. And so I thought, you know what? I should probably share it because, like I said, this is my shit. So um, it starts with Big Dog Autobiography, Make Moves with the Bros, No Choreography. She told me I'm the one. I looked over and I said, obviously. I looked up in the mirror like, who the fuck stopping me, huh? Who's stopping me? Shit. Who's stopping me? Okay. And then he goes on and goes on. Okay. Right. About the course and who's stopping me and sex, obviously. But the thing is, it starts with like, I'm making moves. No choreography. Like, I'm out here. Like, I'm trying to figure things out. Um, not everything is perfectly orchestrated, but I'm still making the moves, right? And then, like, she looked over and told him when I said, obviously, for me, it's just, like, you have to be confident about who you are, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times, especially, like, as Black women, and this is something I'm working on, probably why I like this song so much, is, like, just being true to self, like, not necessarily cocky or, like, full of yourself, but just, like, confident and true to who you are. And so, like, sometimes... I'm like afraid or like hesitant rather to share what it is I'm doing or what it is I'm studying, which I've talked about before. Um, and I don't know, like, why can't I just be cocky like Big Sean, you know, or confident? Like, obviously I'm the one like, you know, I don't know. Something about that just like moves me deep in my soul. So <laughs> I just really like that. And like, who's stopping me? I'm telling y'all, some days I have to sit in the mirror and hype myself up. And so something about looking in the mirror, like, who the fuck stopping me is just like, yes, like, who's stopping me? Who is in my way? Nobody's in my way. There is nothing in my way, um, which takes me to the next lines, the next set of lines or whatever, next bars, whatever, that I really, really like. And it's like, and then, oh, and I pray you get the courage to flourish on all your urges, whether it's a new dream or refurbished. Understand nothing's off this earth. Nothing's off limits if it's on this earth, bitch. So let's get to work, bitch. Nothing is off limits. You can achieve whatever, whatever you dream and whatever you want. And it doesn't have to be some new and shiny thing. Like, sometimes when I'm talking about my research or like what I want to do, it doesn't sound like some extravagant lifestyle that I'm achieving. Like, I want to be a professor at HBCU. I want to impact those lives of students um, in a positive way. 
but to some people that might not be um a big deal you know and in some circles that is not and it's like you know i have received a variety of responses to what it is i want to do with my life but it doesn't matter it's my dream i've had it for a long time um this grad school journey has been a long time coming i've wanted to do this for a while and um let's get to work that's that's the main thing it's like if you want to get these things you gotta work you can't just want it and that's it like you gotta put some work in it and so let's get to work if i want it and it's and it's off limits because i can achieve it then let me get to work and so that plus like who's stopping me nothing is stopping me because nothing's off nothing is limited and so i love this song and he's like this don't sound like narcos in the beginning and um i typically stick to like <laughs> like cheesy comedies like parks and rec the office golden girls are some of my favorite shows but the only other genre i'm really drawn to is anything related to like Colombian drug lords <laughs> so narcos is my shit um as is cocaine cowboys one and two like i can watch those pretty much all the time i want to go to colombia i want to go to medellin simply because like i'm just like enthralled with all of that and i kind of feel like maybe in my past life i was a colombian drug lord i don't know because like that's how much <laughs> i love it so the beat plus the lyrics on this song really move me um and they motivate me for my grad school grind I hope that they motivate you as well. So on to the weekly recap. So this past week, I um uh ended up um, not actually having a recap from the last two weeks because I re released the interview with Benny um, called Don't Discount Your Geni Genius, which is the last episode. Um, check it out if you haven't had a chance. But let me tell you right now, sincerest apologies on the quality. My God, like it's so bad. And I sincerely apologize. Um, I was using my headphones because I was being lazy and it shows. But it's all a learning process. I will not be using them again. And the way that my computer's been acting lately, it's time for me to probably get a mic, which is like slightly irritating because I'm not trying to spend the money. But. I want to provide something um, to you all with quality. So I might have to suck it up. Um, what else is going on? Right. So last weekend, um, I had a weekend class uh, called like Societal Consequences of Autonomous Vehicles and City Planning, and uh, which was really cool. But that meant I had classes for 12 days straight. The class was from 8 to 6 on Sunday and on Saturday. So, um, I pretty much was just doing work. Didn't really take a break. Um, and just work, 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 work. And my meeting with my advisor the week before last was about my milestones for this semester and going into the summer because I have um, some milestones I have to complete for my engineering and public policy department. and. Um, just trying to like get all of that together and kind of put into a timeline was really a useful um, exercise, but 
finally this week was time to start talking the nitty gritty and getting to this research because I kind of had a little bit of time to slack because I was like so full of like first it was comps and then like taking a break from comps because that entire six weeks felt like it felt like six weeks was only probably like three or four felt like hell um and then and my advisor knew about it so I was able to kind of take a break and breathe and had to get adjusted to classes and yeah so last week was our first like real real meeting about like cranking through um this rough draft of a paper I have and so they're giving me suggestions on what they want me to change and make better and they um all read through it and gave the corrections and so I have a lot of work ahead of me um but it's okay I know I can do it but when I was in that meeting y'all I got so overwhelmed with the thought of all the work I had to do just a thug tear just a thug tear fell like just one out my right eye fell down my cheek because I was like yo how am I gonna do all of this and like stay alive so my um you know I got it together relatively quickly because I'm like what you're not about to do is cry in front of these people like that's not acceptable um Alante and so I didn't cry (laughs) y'all I promise I'm a cry baby but I didn't cry um I just sucked it up and was like okay I gotta get this shit done um but I think that um my advisors saw it and they were like you know we just kind of live in a state of overwhelm and that's okay don't feel bad about feeling overwhelmed because that's how I like I'm overwhelmed right now and you know he's overwhelmed right now too and I'm just like, this is not making me less overwhelmed are you telling me that all I have to look forward to is being overwhelmed um which was like you know it's just I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing to say to a graduate student I really don't know yet um but however I appreciated um the effort it's funny now but man I was like yo what is going on so um the reason I felt overwhelmed is because one of my classes is like dumb hard like I meet with my professor every week because I don't know what I'm doing and then um, well, I'm figuring it out. I'm trying to stop saying it. I'm figuring out what I'm doing. I'm learning because that's what I'm in school for. That's what he said, which was so nice. Like, he's actually really nice. Um, and then one of my classes, which is um, GIS, it's not hard per se, but it's time consuming. Like, um, I don't really have to, like, think really hard for that class, but I have to set aside time. So, like, it's 5.15 right now. I'm probably going to go to the computer lab by 6.30 and give it, like, four solid hours. Um, and I probably still won't be done. I probably have to spend, like, two more hours on it this evening after my classes. Um, so, yeah. Um, then my last class, it's, like... I don't even really know how to describe that class. Like, I'm not 100% sure what's going on there. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of, like, interesting. So um, I am pretty much trying. That class, yeah, it's, like, not hard. It doesn't really require too much of my attention. But, you know, you just don't want to slack off and then look up and you, like, you know what's going on. So. Um, I go to like my office hours with my TA for that class but like the reality is like between the GIS class 
and the um, other class that I meet with my professor, like they're very time consuming. And so um, I just haven't been giving my research any attention and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to fit in my research. And of course I don't wanna like abandon this project and I'm not going to. Um, so it's just a lot, it's just a lot. And March is gonna be super busy. I have to travel three weekends out of four all for like personal travel, but like really important personal travel. So like my best friend's getting married, like my best friend since I was 16 is getting married and I introduced her to her um, soon to be husband and they've been dating since we were 17. So um, of course I'm excited to be at the wedding and we've been planning the bridal shower and the bachelorette party. And then, like, my first grad school friend, Dr. Kelsey, um, she's turning 30 in a couple of weeks. And so we're going down to New Orleans, and we're doing Tough Mudder, Jesus Christ, and, you know, having, like, a fun weekend in New Orleans. So um, those are things, like, I refuse to miss <laughs> because I have a life still. And these are people who are very important to me. and have supported me in major ways um so yeah I'll be at their at their events and that just means I have to get a lot of work done like in the next couple of weeks so that I'm not stressing about um, getting the work done when I'm at home or traveling with friends and it also means I don't get to stay as long like I think I'm going to end up taking like a 5 a.m flight out of New Orleans on Sunday so I can be back so I can get my work done instead of staying and hanging out with my friends I gotta be responsible so kind of sucks but also happy I can do it and I'm grateful I get to still go because some people have to say no to like everything while they're in grad school for a bunch of different reasons so I'm very grateful um that's my weekly review <clears throat> and then lastly for setup for success I I just title title these sections um because I can so I want to let you all know about a free webinar I'll be hosting on Thursday, March 1st at 7 p.m. called How to Secure Grad School Funding. And with this webinar, I'll be sharing um, three main things. First, figuring out what type of funding is best for your situation. Um, some people I've talked to are in social sciences. People I talk to are in some STEM. Some people want to go full time. Some people don't. Um, some people are paying it. Some people aren't. You know, there's all types of um, different unique situations, and I'll be covering a bunch of them. And to sh I'm excited to share with you what I know um, about funding and how I've been able to secure funding for my graduate education. I did not pay. Um, anything for my master's and I'm not paying for school now and so I want to share um, what I've done to position myself to make sure that I can get funding um, and that also includes what will be included on this webinar um, databases that I use and that I've learned about from my prior job um, which can help you find fellowships because um, I know a lot of it is like where you can find this crap and places you can go um, that you probably haven't thought about. And lastly, I'll be sharing strategies for making your writing stand out. So most fellowships 
um, or any type of funding typically come with some sort of written component to receive the support. And so because of that, I want to, um, you know, kind of help you with maybe like an outline or something to make your application pop in and so you can be funded and secure your bag for your graduate education. Now, what I want to talk about today is do a deep dive into fellowships, which is really like the number one, probably most popular topic for funding. And so um, first, I just want to, I guess, explain what fellowships are. So they are very similar to scholarships. So, you know, in college, we get scholarships and we apply for scholarships and they typically cover your tuition and fees. If you really get good, um, you might find some that sends you a direct check. So you could do whatever you want with it. Um, those are, ooh, those were guys in college, y'all, let me tell you, because every girl had those. Um, but the whole point, what I'm trying to make is, the point I'm trying to make is there are, um, scholarships are kind of like fellowships, but, um, think of like a full ride, but also you get a check, um, every month or every two weeks to help cover your living costs, um, which are typically called a stipend. And so, um, fellowships provide typically, um, full tuition and fees. Minus like a small few fees, like I think at Illinois, I paid like 400 bucks a semester um, for like student fees and like my student insurance and some other stuff. And here I pay about $200 a semester um, to cover, I think like a student activities fee and like one other fee. It's like really um, low cost. So, um, you know, we're talking 200 bucks and it costs, I don't know, probably 50K to go here. So I'll suck up that $200. Um, anyways, and even at Illinois, I think it was 70k for the full year, um, like spring, summer, well, the spring, summer, and the fall, um, and I had to pay 400 bucks total, 800 bucks total for an entire academic year, like, I can handle that compared to 70k. So, they can take form in three ways that I want to kind of address. First is through external funding, so some sort of external entity is paying for you to go to graduate school. So this is something along the lines of NSF Graduate Research Fellowship Program, which is a really popular um, fellowship program um, that has a lot of like honor that goes along with it. Like if you get NSF, it's a pretty big deal. Um, and so NSF is the entity that's paying for your education. And with that comes some freedom to explore your research, excuse me, in the way that you want, because they're giving you money to fund that research, and they send the money to the university, and so the university isn't going to get in the way of you doing that research, because they don't have to pay the bills for it, and so it's a really great way um, when you have a funding from an external group to control what it is that you are studying, um, and that is, I think, one of the number one, well, I won't say number one, but definitely a top advantage of going the external funding route but there are also fellowships available on your campus and so an example would be um the mobility 21 fellowship that i received um from carnegie mellon so uh i want to say like sunday no yesterday which was monday the 12th i tweeted out um a small piece i did on me 
as the um, first Mobile 21, Mobility 21 Diversity Fellow. And so what that means is, like the fellowship, what it means is like this particular entity on campus has agreed to pay um, for one to some number of years of my education and pay my stipend. Um, and with that, they, I had to, my deliverable is, you know, participating in Mobility 21 activities. Um, they are really, it's a transportation uh, focused group. So I go to the meetings and the talks and um, they send me to conferences that related to transportation. They'll like pay for that stuff. And really, I mean, it's just me being involved. But I mean, I think if I'd like stop showing up, I don't think I would stop doing the fellowship. But I like the people that I work with um, in that space. And I find their information very useful. So I plan to remain involved in a major way. Um, but that is an internal funding source. So while it's great, the issue is, say, for some reason, Mobility 21 goes belly up in my third year. Um, if I didn't have another source of funding for my project, I might be pushed onto another project to finish my degree. And this is what happened to me in my master's program. The project that I went to Illinois for ran out of money. And, um, you know, it's hard to secure funding as a um, professor. It's a lot of work. And so when my professor didn't get money for that particular project, but he got money for another one, guess where I went? I went to the other project. And it was a project I had absolutely zero interest in. And I was kind of stuck because I was in the middle of my master's. It was the beginning of my second, it was actually the spring semester of my second year. So I was like, well, I'm way too far in to like just leave. I might at least get this master's degree. And so my, I started in Illinois working on genetically modified bacteria. I ended creating a mechanical system using Arduino to automate soybean cysts and nematode extraction, which I don't even want to go into, but it was cool to do, but like not the skills that I came there for. So that is kind of why I personally think that external funding is better because you have more security in your project because someone else has verified that it's useful and they put money into it. And the school typically isn't going to give you too hard of a time about what it is you're studying if someone else is paying the bills. Um, now, there's some that kind of have a mix. So that would be something like the Gym Consortium Fellowship, which it's an agreement between the um, sponsoring company and the university. So let me take a step back about what Gym Consortium is. Gym Consortium is a fellowship program for minorities in science and engineering and how they kind of make the program work is for your first year um once a pretty much a company picks you as an intern and after you complete your first summer internship they pay for your first year and then you go back the following summer and they um after that the school puts the bill for the rest of your education but um, the good thing is 
when you get gym, the university and you sign a contract agreeing to, you know, complete your degree and they're agreeing to pay the bill. So it's a kind of a mix um, and it's definitely a good way to secure your funding. But again, you are at the mercy of where the funding comes from. So that could be in the form of a lot of different things that I will cover in the webinar um, about a different types of uh, assistantship type of roles um, or, or fellowship research assistant roles. So let me tell you what fellowships won't do, external or internal. They will not give you a big ass check, okay? Your check is to cover living expenses. Grad school is not for the lavish. Let me tell you, because baby girl's a little lavish, and I miss my salary life, okay? That's why sometimes I'd be like, I'm happy I worked because I got some clarity on what it is I wanted to do, and I know I'm here because I mean it, but y'all, I miss my check. And I even make that much, but I miss the simplicity of work. Work has set hours for me. I don't believe in taking work home, but it's kind of hard not to take work home in grad school. It's like not a thing. So, oh my gosh, I miss my check so much. My gosh. So, um, I'll share like what an average graduate school stipend looks like. Um, it does vary from school to school, but um, it's I'll share that in the webinar, and then. Um, I also, last thing I want to share is kind of what I did in my master's program. So for like a whole semester, like every Friday, because I didn't have meetings and stuff like I do here, I spent the Friday searching for and applying to fellowships and different funding sources. And I was successful and I made an extra $10,000 um, in my second year beyond my stipend which I'm planning to share my strategy for making that money in my webinar. This is not normal grad school money. And I still have my side hustles. So if you want to hear about the side hustles too, let me know. And I can include that in the funding um, stuff or I can like somehow share that. Just shoot me a message. Um, I always include my email at the end. But... I really hope that you will choose to join the funding webinar and you can go register at funding, F-U-N-D-I-N-G, 2018.eventbrite.com and or you can send a text to 345-345 with the keyword grad school. That's grad school as one word to 345-345 and you'll get a response with a link to register. That just about wraps up this week's episode of Black and in Grad School. Thanks so much for taking time to listen. And the last thing I want to do is share an email I received for Black and in Grad School. Okay, this comes from my line sister, Kiara. It says... Uh, Black Girl Magic Tuesdays is a subject line. LL, I've been listening to your podcast all day. I love it. Keep up the good work. I'm so proud of you. I'm applying to grad school in the fall, so it's super helpful. Um, it's really insightful to hear your testimonies and such. Black people occupying white spaces, all of that. 
and she is said also oh yeah keep it going i loved it and i love your detroit twang which was hilarious thank you kiera i've been meaning to give you a shout out for a minute um i appreciate the kind words and ah, you feel good because like i said i'm really here to help and be a resource and your episode is coming i did not forget um what you asked for just have to plan it and logistics are real um that's it for this week y'all don't forget grad school is tough but you're tougher have a great productive week Holla. hi alante again i really want this project to be a resource for my fellow people of color and women in grad school so if you have any questions or requests for topics shoot me an email at alante at strengthsnotstrikes.com that's A-L-L-A-N-T-E at strengthsnotstrikes.com. Please remember to subscribe and review and share with your other friends in grad school. Thank you.